and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Etmanski, and I'm here today with... Jonathan DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. Mm, I'm so hungry. April. Oh, really? Do you, do you smell that? It smells like vanilla. <laughs> Are you trying to... Man, take that food away from Colin. You're going to get too horny to be able to record this podcast. Sucking my fingers. April, do you want to open a restaurant? <laughs> Like your love for Little Italy and then recommending this film. It's funny you said that because I would totally compare this to Little Italy. Uh, no, uh, I, I worked as a waitress. It's, it'd be way too much work owning a restaurant. But I will say Ratatouille, like my favorite Pixar film. So I guess I like food media, you could say. Uh, um, like bizarre rom-com set in the world of food. <laughs> Uh, is there another rom-com set in the world of food? Yeah, oh, Little Italy. Oh, yeah, right, Little Italy. Um, anyway, so, uh, okay, so we're talking about Simply Irresistible, a movie oh from 1999. Chocolat, sorry. right? Oh, yeah, I like, I like Chocolat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Big Night, you could say. Oh, um, Big Night. I mean, that's, yeah, I'd call that a rom-com. There's, there's some romance happening in there. Yeah, you got the tooch. Anyway, <laughs> the Simply tooch. Irresistible, starring Sarah Michelle Geller. I had never heard about it before April recommended nope, it. Neither did I. Okay, well, um, if you were a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan in the 90s, which I was. I was. Um, now so we're not allowed to anymore. Thanks, never watched Joss it. Whedon. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, the original in the theater. Well, good for you. Yeah, my um, sister was obsessed with it. I remember watching Christy the first Swanson season. Christy is my Buffy. I mean, oh the first wow! Uh, don't look good. up at our Twitter these days, Colin. Because <laughs> Christy Swanson. Uh, so anyway, me and my cousin were huge Buffy fans, and we rented this back in the '90s. And I could only remember one scene. <laughs> I completely forgot the rest of the movie. And then I saw it was on Netflix. I read a funny review on a letterbox. So that's how it ended up on this list. Uh, secretly, I was going to do, wanted to recommend a completely other film this week, but Colin talked me out of it. So simply irresistible Wait, it is. <laughs> I want to know what he talked you <laughs> no, out <no>. of. No, <laughs> no. Because. Well, if we tease it, then people might want us to do it. So. No, okay. no, I don't ever want to do it. It's Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Oh, I've never seen that movie, actually. <laughs> oh, it's See, terrible. that's why I wanted to do it too because I've also it'll never give seen us a, it. It'll give us a reason to read that hilarious article where he's like weeping <laughs> and stuffing uh, KFC mashed potatoes in his mouth without oh, a no. fork or knife. And like smashing his house maybe, or something. Maybe someday, but uh, it's simply, just so irres- simply irresistible. Yeah, that's what I hear. Is that it's just boring. It's like yeah, one act movie. There's nothing really to talk about and it well, feels like, yeah, a whole... Well, April, I think that maybe we should do the Jessica Alba Fantastic Four <laughs> That's what I suggested. That's what Colin said. But I anyway, worked on the second one. I applied you did? I've never seen the second one. The, the Rise very of the Silver not good. Surfer? I've also never seen the oh, second one. Oh, they're both one. terrible. Mm. Anyway, Simply Irresistible. Uh, a movie about, I guess you could say, a <laughs> witch who uh, cooks okay. and then her food I, gets yeah. So many questions. <laughs> Secret witch. Yes. I, I guess. But she doesn't it's, know she's a witch. I thought she was getting powers from the ghost crab that uh, she buys at well, the market. Yeah. Okay, we have to. Okay. It's like there's earrings, there's crab, there's like a magical man who disappears, and then um, fog. Uh, <laughs> lots of. Fo- oh, this movie is so. Is confusing. she dead? Is that what's happening at the end of the movie? <laughs> I don't understand. This is like a fever dream. So, Simply Irresistible, uh, in the rom com tradition of can't think of a name for your movie, just use a popular song. You know, and get, then, uh, <laughs> Addicted to Love, Love Don't Cost a Wait, Thing. Wait, how does Simply yeah. Irresistible go? Mo- Sing it. Woman. Simply Irresistible. She's oh. so fine. There's no telling. I guess I'm not familiar went. with the uh, art of Robert Palma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Robert Palmer. Palmer. And his uh, <laughs> album Heavy Nova. <laughs> 
Heavy Nova, okay. Yep. Um, so anyway, this the the main problem with this movie is it, it's romantic co-lead Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery, Flannery of the, the Boondock Saint himself. No, no, young Indiana Jones. Yeah. So funnily enough, oh, he's a Boondock uh, Saint most, too. Most most recent uh, episode on our Patreon, uh, we talk about Indiana Jones, and now young Indiana Jones is in this week's movie. Yeah, what? I have to. Uh, the The Chronicles are on uh, Disney Plus. Are they? Them. I looked and I couldn't find them. Are they called? I searched Young Indiana Jones. I've never seen an episode oh. of Young Indiana Jones. I used to watch it religiously when it came out, and I, I like taped <laughs> Indiana them all. Jones meets Dracula. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. I think the first funny. episode he meets like uh, Lawrence of Arabia, and then... yeah, they do not look like at least in Canada they're on Disney Plus anymore. They're not. Nope. Did they, the they take them off? I guess so. Weird. Right, well, do that weird. tax write-off? Yeah. Oh, I, I they just it... got released with the uh, the new uh, nope. Indiana Jones. Movies. I see Raiders. I see Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Search Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny. Cause... A special look, but that's it. <laughs> that yeah, is weird. Bad. Damn, I want to rewatch them because they really had like a lot of good actors on that, and show. they had a lot of money and good directors. Like Nick a Rogue of... directed an episode, and yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, and yeah, I remember it being very cinematic, like certain. Indiana Jones meets story. Dracula in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to like fight in the, the World War One with the French, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Let's get back to simply irresistible. Okay, yeah, because so... we need to stay laser focused on this film. <laughs> oh my Our God. Our romantic lead is a terrible actor. Yeah. I, 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 Wait, he's not? what? I, Sarah I, Michelle Geller. <laughs> no, uh, no, Sean Patrick Flannery. Oh, but no. Sarah Michelle is terrible in this as well. Yeah. She, she's a good actress, but nope. she's bad in this. Nobody bela- behaves like human beings in this movie. This is it's it's like the script is written by like someone in a, an asylum or something. Like, well, yeah, or a crazy person. Yeah, the thing I did hear about this movie uh, is that it it, it it it's like it's written by aliens, created by aliens, yes, and, and it really acted. is. So the writer of this movie the director's wife um, and the director has made this and one other movie which I think was some kind of musical and yeah. that's it he's produced a lot of movies including Serial Mom well so I guess he's Ooh, more of a producer then but like I ask you how did this get approved by anyone because he's a producer okay but like had, did anyone read this script because it's insane he, he did he's like my wife just just wrote this script wrote a script last night. do you and have any n- notes also I'm producing your new movie so exactly. I keep that in plot, mind it's the line the weird everything lines. about it it's just bizarre <sighs> yeah yeah it's bizarre but it was kind of fun <laughs> yeah that it was well you described it to me uh, i'm like i don't even know because you always watch rom-coms and stuff like I, that I but you said it's somebody. got a magical crab yeah i'm like okay uh, the, we, we meet this crab in like the very first scene of the movie. Well, yes. so like as Sarah Michelle Gellar in the first scene, she's walking through like uh, you know farmers market, yeah. and in she New York. R- runs into this weirdo man who's like buy some crab, and she's like I, I don't really have any use for crab, and, and then he's, he's like, like but they're for you, and she's like okay, <laughs> and he's like fifty nine dollars, and she pays. It's like what the hell? Yeah. She is like paying without even looking. She's looking off screen, just handing him cash. Yeah, and he looks like Dan Aykroyd. He kind of. Speaking like, of yeah. Crystal Head vodka as yeah. well, we were just talking about that on the Patreon. But um, she, yeah, it's so weird. He's a god. But then he says, he goes, <laughs> uh, you know, your mother would always want you to be a chef. And he, she goes, my mother's dead. And he goes, well, that's no reason not to talk to her or something like that. Something so was he like sent that. by her mother? Like yeah, It's, get, it's yeah. implied because she walks away from him and then he appears in front of her again. And she's like, wait a minute, weren't you over there? 
And he's yeah. like, take the crab. <laughs> and there's one crab like Why at the top the crab? of the crab. There will be no, no explanation in this movie. Nope. Yeah, the crab has absolutely nothing to do with anything except it is off at the side, like <laughs> waving at her. And like, it's like her Sebastian, basically. I feel yeah. this movie had probably more weird stuff in it that got cut down. Oh, yeah. That's what it feels like. That yes. would make sense because it's like not quite going all the way with the uh, I'm a witch thing. Now, I will say witch... Uh, rom-com stuff was kind of a thing in the 90s. You mm-hmm. had Practical Magic, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, I Wait, what's that? that? Uh, one of Sabrina's aunts is in this movie. No, she's not. Is she? I, th- yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> not from the TV show. Oh, no, that's maybe not I was her. Wrong. I'm oh, pretty that's sure not that's her. not her. That does look like her. The older blonde lady. Yes, name, like, that's I who I thought remember. it was. <laughs> that's not Not Patricia Zelda. Clarkson. <laughs> Patricia Clarkson, yes. That's not, Patricia Clarkson. That's not Zelda. Oh, uh, okay. Always confusing well, me, Patricia, as being the, the one that's in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> we were watching this movie, though, and it never establishes that she, until, like, much later in the movie, and it, it never even, like, clarifies what is going on. Uh, yeah, does it? Also, Maybe yeah, I the, passed out. Also no, had, there um, isn't. It never does. The craft. Well, I think the reason why Sarah Michelle Gellar was hired was, hey, you're popular and you're on this supernatural show. I guess. Uh, apparently in the script was originally written for a much older lady, which kind of would have made more sense, but really would it? The movie never <laughs> yeah, goes. Yeah, older, like 30 years old, probably in <laughs> yeah. Hollywood terms. But it's like, yeah, it feels like it's three quarters of the way through the movie. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is this like magic? She's Is this witch, like a magic yeah. witch movie? I, and well, it doesn't, I mean, I it's know. kind of magical throughout, but sure. it's more just like she makes a f- make, makes a food, and then <laughs> people she makes a food. People act strangely. <laughs> okay, so in the market, the crab um, it runs away from its crab basket because it's a puppet, and then it uh, it's a just, Jim it, Henson it, crab, it, I assume. It's like her, like a dog would in a movie like this. It would run over to the male lead, and yeah, and go, and, "Oh, is this your dog?" Yeah, like that happens in a bajillion Let's go on movies. a date. Yeah, I'm just going to say here something about rom-coms. I enjoy the tropes of rom-coms like I enjoy the tropes of action movies, sci-fi movies, horror movies. I do watch those movies more than I do rom-coms. But, you know, when we're making fun of this stuff that happens in every movie, that's part of the selling point. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to defend that. Are you trying to get to... people to stop writing the angry letters? To uh... <laughs> Once in a while, you got to do a rom-com because they're... They're bad and funny, and that's they belong on this show. Oh, sure. What was the one with uh, Paul Rudd? <laughs> Colin, came... stop yelling at me. <laughs> Paul Rudd? Uh, they Came Together. Oh, They Came oh, Together. That's that movie's such amazing. a funny movie. I God, love that, that is movie. Hilarious. That is actually probably in like my top 20 movies of all time, because it's <laughs> it's so perfectly does the skewers the genre. I watched yeah. that movie like four times in like two weeks, because I was like, people were coming <laughs> over, and I'm like, you got to watch this movie. Yeah, I think I might have bought that movie on Netflix or sorry, uh, iTunes because I was like, I don't have access to it. So I need to have access to it at all times. It's really funny. I'd never heard of it. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. You can say that again. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, you can say that again. Uh, Tell me. Watch the movie. (laughs) Watch the movie. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, we meet uh, Sean Patrick Flannery and Amanda Peet, who's his uh, girlfriend in the scene. Who uh, is often cast as the wrong partner in uh, uh, rom-coms. Yeah, now, the wrong mean... partner is actually a, a film term, you mm-hmm. know, like the final girl type you, thing. You mean right. the Baxter? Uh, 
Sorry? Yes, that, that works as well. So it's yes. like the, the partner that the protagonist usually starts the movie out with. Yeah. And then she needs to be uh, uh, taken away so Silverman can be saved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they need to kind of, they, they're standing in the way of the, you know, the, the one true couple, the one true right. pair, if you and will. You, and you kind of, and they're usually like a douchebag guy or something. And you yeah, kind of think or like, they're why a, is... a very hard, mean woman who doesn't, is yeah. not nice But you're like, how, the how would they ever get together yeah. like and i was comparing her to uh uh the fiance in twister oh yeah jamie gertz jamie gertz yeah. like how would how her, did they get to, how did they, how did they get together yeah. like she's so such an Bill ill Paxton, yeah. yeah yeah um so anyway yeah so, so they meet and they have this weird wait, doesn't the crab like tug at his leg yes. or something yeah She's like, my crab's in your pants. Mm. And then she, because she, her oh, thing man, is... Man, soak uh, up those jokes because there ain't going to be know. many as the movie goes on. <laughs> her thing is she's clumsy and she's not good at talking. Also, so. she's incredibly flatulent, just farting all the time. <laughs> what? Wait, did I watch a different version than you guys? Is it because of all the smoke? <laughs> the no. <laughs> fog? I didn't even think about that. There is, is so much smoke. Let's assume that it's flatulent related. Well, April, you were telling me that the original name for this movie was Vanilla Fog. <laughs> Which really no would have made way. more sense. Yeah, well, that's what's on IMDb. It would have made more sense. Also, Although, who would see a movie called Vanilla Fog? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. They saw Vanilla Sky. I would. I'd see no, a movie nobody called did. Vanilla Fog. <laughs> I love I, that movie. I do love one of the, like, five imdb trivia bits is this was the last movie that gene siskel reviewed before his death he gave it he <laughs> gave it a thumb kill him <laughs> he says he gave it a thumbs down and yeah i guess picture right. him yeah, he's right in the hospital bed <laughs> his giving, last act is just turning his just, thumb downwards just giving a thumbs down and then you hear like He's in heaven now. This is the crabs. We're the crabs. Yeah, we're the crabs. Uh, so uh, anyway, so like she meets Sean Patrick Flannery and then we get a little bit of like his life, which he works at a, a department store and he's like. It's like a he owns toity. the department store, doesn't he? Yeah, I think oh. he's like my dad gave him the job because he's, as is stated, I, he's too young to have this job. He looks like a kid in his dad's suits, but apparently it was a style <laughs> at the time and we'll get to the fashion later. Yeah. Um, but he works at, I think it's a real department it, store in New York. It's it's a very, it's very like a Bloomingdale's hoity toity has a very French, French name. And he's opening a restaurant in the department store. So that's his story. And he's not sure if he likes Amanda Pete. So they go out to lunch and then a cab accidentally drops them off at Sarah Michelle Geller's restaurant. That cab driver, that's the guy from the farmer's market. Was it? Okay. I think. I think. Right, Justin? And, uh, yeah, I wasn't 100% <laughs> sure. I was hoping he would pop up more often. So he was yeah, like, he oh, doesn't. he's control. I know. It's like, I guess it's cheaper to just get the crab. The crab yeah. is it's just they constantly cutting to reaction to the crab, the like crab. winking or like waving its, mm. its I love claws the crab. in the air. By the end of the movie, the crab is wearing a top hat. <laughs> yes. And a bow tie. So that kind of tells you what kind of movie this is. Uh, that's and, my favorite part, uh, by the way. We forgot to mention Sarah Michelle Geller's restaurant, which was owned by her mom, uh, is going under that they're going to have to sell because the rent was raised too high. Yeah. yeah, to $5,000, which to me doesn't seem that In New crazy. York? Doesn't seem that high. That's insane. No, I, even in 99. Um, Although her, it, it looks like it's kind of in a dumpier section because when they have the establishing shot of the restaurant, it's like all the buildings beside it are like, it looks decrepit. like they're condemned. Yeah. <laughs> they have like graffiti on them. So 
Yeah, it does seem like a bad neighborhood. And it's, they clearly are doing no business at all. They have like three customers. Well, she's a terrible, terrible chef. It's yeah. established in this opening scene with her and her friend. Uh, what's his name? He's from The Wire. The guy from The Wire. Funnily enough, we just watched the first episode of The Wire. And he's uh, he features prominently in that. And he's in this movie. Lawrence Gillard Jr. Yes. Uh, he's okay in this. He's yeah, like the only the one best with... friend of yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar, who's the sous chef, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the only one with like charisma in this movie, you know, like Patricia Clarkson and Dylan Baker, who we'll get to. Dylan Baker's in this movie, uh, you guys. Yeah, uh, the lizard himself. <laughs> yeah, he really should have been the lizard. Yeah, <laughs> they kept promising him. He's like, one more movie, one more movie. One like, more movie. Oh, any day now. So yeah, it's established at the restaurant. She's a terrible chef, so I don't know what the fuck she's doing, like running a restaurant. Her mom died, I guess, left it she to her. She wants to to live up to uh, her mom's uh, culinary, what have you. And the restaurant is called Southern Cross, which is a Ugh. really bad name. Hey, uh, yeah, guys, I was just looking at the poster of this movie, and it looks like Sean Patrick Flannery is holding the decapitated head of Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> I just sent I've it seen, to you I've and like look at it with that in mind. Okay, let me check it out. Okay. Let me ch- oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't really see her clothing. So no. oh my god. but she's smiling, so it's okay. <laughs> well, fine. she died with a smile on her face. <laughs> oh, it's uh, terrible. Also, Betty Buckley is in this movie briefly. She uh, is a famous actress. Uh, she's is she the lemon drink lady from the happening? Yes. You're going to steal my lemon drink. <laughs> <laughs> and she was in Carrie. And what? Um, she's a Broadway star. No. She was in Cats on Broadway. <laughs> I so, thought that was a genuine reaction. I was like, oh, wait, no. He's doing the Marky Mark from The Happening. <laughs> no. Um, so I have to, the the sets in this movie yes. are so cheap looking. They look they look dumpy. They yeah. they look like yeah. But it, again, is this restaurant supposed to be dumpy? Well, they have the, they always have the blinds drawn on the outside uh, <laughs> window of the restaurant, and then later in the movie when it, they are open, the glass is frosted. Yeah. So they're trying to hide the fact that there is nothing in that beyond that door, uh, and that they cut to the interior of the restaurant, uh, and it looks like terrible. Yeah, she's explaining to her like three customers that the restaurant's going to close. Uh, yes. she's, she's crying she's like I love you guys she cries a lot in this movie which is like mm-hmm. annoying this <laughs> restaurant by the way has this is one of my favorite things a Rube Goldberg <laughs> Rube Goldberg martini, martini maker you know what maybe we should get one of those because oh we God. drink a lot of martinis check out our Patreon or sorry our Instagram for for info on that are you still yeah, here join Justin? our Instagram please Please continue. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so you know who else is on Instagram? Who? Neil Breen. Oh well, good for him. He announced <laughs> on his Twitter. He's like, I am on Instagram and Threads. Oh, so the thread, finally, the Threads got him. But he's like, my official account is Neil Breen two. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Neil Breen one. <laughs> just Not like Neil Breen impersonators, I guess, or just Neil Neil Breen like fan accounts. So yeah. There's a Rube Goldberg martini machine in this movie that's never commented on. No. What is it with it this movie? It keeps cutting away to it, though. I yeah. Know. Multiple times. It seems like the type of thing that, like, the director or someone on set was like, I have this thing. Won't this be cool and kooky to have in the movie? But it wasn't in the script. So. Do you think, like, the director and his wife, like, had it at home? 
Yeah, so it's like the 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 lion head and samurai cop. Like it's just it was just there. Yeah. So let's just put it in because it adds it's, some wackiness to or the something. Movie. Um, but yeah, so Amanda Pete and Sean, what's his face, Patrick in. Flannery, and they the Boondock uh, Saint. Yeah, Boondock Saint. This so and they have a, a meal and well, because he asks for, uh, hey, can you make me crab Napoleon? Crab Napoleon. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know how to make that, but then it just magically appears. Yeah. And the crab is a real race trader here, like uh, <laughs> making a plate of food of one of his brethren yeah. to be eaten. Oh it was yeah, a whole basket of crabs, and they all get eaten except for him. And well, he never even has a name or anything. It's weird because she keeps him as a pet, and he's he's just always on the the shelf, like you know, reaction yeah. shot. Doesn't really do anything. There is a hilarious shot of him climbing out of a pot where yeah. you can clearly see the wires just like yeah. hanging. It's really it's, obvious. It's very endearing. But I kind it's of like fun. it. But yeah, so like they get come into the restaurant. She makes a point, which I missed the first time watching this. She makes a point. Wait, how many times did you watch this movie? Yeah. We watched it last Twice. night and then this morning. So oh right my notes. god! Somebody wasn't paying attention. So she, oh yeah, if you watch it late night, we know this. <laughs> so it gets a little boozy. Well, then I'm, I'm eating my dinner. I don't want to. Okay. you know, be taking notes. You're on your iPad. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Uh, she makes a point of saying, "Oh, I found these earrings in my mother's box, so I, I'm I'm starting to wear them now." So uh, are they magical earrings? Who knows? Who knows? It's never commented on. Did the on crab again. give it to her? I yeah, don't that's know. That's what I thought. Maybe the crab snuck up there. Okay, I need a scene of that. Like, are they? Is it a magic crab? Is it, are they magic earrings? I don't know. Was the mama witch? Well, that's kind of uh, suggested, but I it's guess. never a sex said. witch. <laughs> okay, so she, Amanda Pete is rude to Sarah Michelle because she's a rude person, um, and she asks for something, and then Sarah Michelle goes like, "She's a bitch," and then her sous chef is like, "No, she's fine. She's perfect." So clearly establishing he's not gay, and then she <sighs> makes them food, and it makes Amanda Pete break up with Sean Patrick Flannery. But which is this is the like, only kind of negative thing the food ever does to someone yeah right? but it, i think it actually was a positive thing because it seems like her character was realizing sean patrick flannery is an asshole and i hate you um so it was actually good for her maybe it was like a kind of truth serum or something yeah she, she starts she's like you're a control freak and blah 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 and like and this i'm and that. way too good for you yeah so <laughs> which she is but the thing is honest. yeah it, it shows her she's like kind of making something in the kitchen and then this like magical amazing looking crab napoleon appears and he's mm -hmm. eating it this scene is so embarrassing to watch. Yeah, I got like big secondhand embarrassment watching this for both those actors. He looks like, I don't know, he eats this food and he's under this spell like, oh my God, this food is amazing. He's so bad. Well, you didn't movie. get embarrassed for everyone who eats the food and they're like, oh, mm, uh. <laughs> I mean, later, yeah. Uh, but in the, yeah, this Good is just God. the beginning of it. Amanda I'm Pete coming is like, all the time. All the time, 24 hours Amanda a day. Amanda Pete throws like her mashed potatoes She's like on him. smearing it on his face, and it's just like, what and is she happening? She breaks plates. Oh, which leads this is real yeah, like producer directing their wife's script energy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you guys have this like I don't know mental connection. You know this vibe, but nobody, nobody else, else understands does. it. Yeah, and you cannot make it come across in this movie because it, it's so bizarre. Yeah, people are acting like aliens. Yes. Um, so anyway, they break break some plates. So then he's like, come to my department store. I'll buy you some new plates. 
So, and bring that cum food with you. <laughs> food that yeah. makes you cum. So we go back to the department store. It's like Patricia Clarkson is like kind of his number two, yeah. I guess, at the department store. His character in this movie is just so unlikable. Like his yeah. personality. Not that he's like a douchebag, but he's acting like a very snooty uh, maitre d' that like, wants you to leave a restaurant yeah that's his vibe and, and they it's like it's like the entire movie and it's like what you said it's like he's acting like the wrong partner yeah throughout the entire movie yeah only he is the right partner she has no wrong partner um he's got have, real tom hanks and you've got male vibe yeah. you're like this, this dude's a jerk like yeah, yeah. get this guy like, out of here no Ugh. i mean like a man kind of acting prissy can can work in a movie, uh, but it's more like a snobby. Yeah, vibe. I mean that worked in that um, Don Johnson movie that we watched. Which one? Um, Guilty as sin. Um, but he's a murderer in that, so that kind of adds. So another, not a romantic comedy. It's not a romantic comedy. Yeah, but, but all I'm Don, saying is he's hot, and he's a very that's Don like, Johnson. I, yeah, I'm just saying he's like wearing sweaters, and he's like very like fastidious. Um, but again, he's a murderer, so that's probably why he's, he's got attractive. He's got charm. But exactly, and charm charisma. is like spilling off of him, no matter who he's playing. This, oh, it's amazing. This Boondock Saint guy, he just don't got it. It's just the wrong vibe to play this as. This is like he's playing it as like the if she goes to like a, a very hoity-toity department store, yeah, he's the guy that would like show up and say, "Can I help you, ma'am?" Yeah. Also, he's too tanned. Uh, <laughs> have you noticed that? And his hair is terrible, but it was the style at the time. It's a little spiky. The spiky. Uh, boy, he's got boy band hair. This would be. Um, like yeah, he's got stupid. real like uh, Topher Grace and Spider Man Three hair. <laughs> yeah, and for some reason he's got. When he, they go back to his office, and he has like all of his relationships up on the screen, this monitor. Yeah. And he's like charting like how long his relationships last. And but it's just and like, I guess it's to establish that he's like a control freak. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty common trope. Uh, you know, uh, a guy who this uh, is psychotic, think, thinks though. too much about, you know, the numbers game. Uh, I mean, with the big thing in his office is he's got paper airplanes on sticks. Because uh, he's, he's obsessed with Howard with Hughes because Howard Hughes apparently threw an airplane from one hotel in Vegas to another. Do you think that's true? I don't know. I he no says sure. like four miles. That seems insane. Uh, so yeah, get ready for some CGI airplanes uh, in this movie or paper airplanes, I should say. Uh, so yeah, we meet. So Patricia Clarkson is like, oh my God, we're going to meet your partner in this restaurant we're opening. Ooh, and she's like gussying herself up. Like, and it's Dylan Baker. And it's Dylan Baker. <laughs> now, has Dylan Baker ever played a romantic uh, partner in a movie? Because yeah, I don't, I'm sure I, he I, has. I can't think of one. Uh, Happiness. He's a romantic <laughs> partner than that. that. It's all I can think of. He just He's always those, a creep because he just has that face. I don't know. Uh, that voice, you know, he's, he kind of sounds like Willem Dafoe a little bit. Not I mean, maybe bit. I'm just thinking about Spider Man, but uh, he's good in this movie, doing the best he can with this shit material. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Wait, he played a prince in Love Potion Number Nine, a movie I've never oh, that seen. That was him. I actually really? have seen that. Um, I didn't know I was doing. Dylan Baker. That he, that's the wrong partner in that movie because I oh. think uh, Sandra Bullock ends up with. Uh, oh, who plays a nerd in the movie? <laughs> she does, yeah. With who? Uh, that guy from the Tate OC. Donovan. Yeah, Tate Donovan. The blonde guy from the OC. The blonde dad from the OC. Oh. The guy who's always fucking up and getting beat up. Yeah. And owing people money. <laughs> 
Uh, it's a great show. Uh, deadbeat dad. Uh, uh, okay. Mm, what you say? <laughs> so, yeah, she's like got the hots for Dylan Baker. And then a weird line is he's like, you know why I like you? Because you've got nuts. Or you think with your nuts you think with like your a guy. Nuts. And she's like, thanks. Whatever. Uh. So then we cut back to Sarah Michelle Gellar. She, so she's going to take... Uh, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery up on her his offer of like replacing the plates at a restaurant so she's getting like gussied up she, meanwhile her like, sous chef is taking two dolls and sh- slamming their faces together baby dolls what yeah. is this he, yeah he's the sidekick it's like you know she's pulling out dresses should I wear this yeah, one and I he's mean, like no how about this one all of the dresses that she pulls out for some reason are like knitted wool. Yeah, they look like they look like grandma clothes. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Okay, so her wardrobe in this movie is atrocious. Well, she like okay, so but she hides. She brings out the last dress and she's like, "What about this one?" And they don't show it. They yeah. crop it. And he's like, "Yeah." So you're thinking, okay, they're gonna reveal it. A big reveal in the next scene. It is like the ugliest fucking dress. It's not the dress. It's the blazer she wears over it, where yeah, she's wearing it, so many it, blazers. The blazer looks like the wallpaper of the shittiest hotel room you've yeah. ever been in. It's salmon it's colored. It's like this salmon dress with flowers, and then she's got like a kind of darker salmon blazer yeah. <laughs> over salmon top on of salmon. it. salmon. With like embossed <laughs> flowers or something. It's just so ugly. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, and apparently the wardrobe designer was probably friends with the director. Credited. Because they're credited in the opening credits. <laughs> and it's awful. Like, I know it was the late 90s, but her wardrobe Oh, can we talk about black. the hilarious soundtrack of this film as well? Which oh, is like my God. Every, it's the 90s soundtrack ever. Well, now that I think back of it, I'm like, were they all magic-related songs? Because oh, it's like uh, American Werewolf in London. Like, they all have blue moon. Yeah, and... yeah, because there's one scene where she's cooking, and then it's like a really, really bad cover of The Police. Yeah. Wait, okay, so I'm looking here at the soundtrack. It's uh, Once in a Blue Moon... So there is a Blue Moon okay. song in this. Uh, Angel of the Forever Sleep, God. <laughs> okay. Marcy Playground. Oh, I know uh, Marcy Playground. Busted, Beautiful Girls, That All Black Magic. Yeah, oh, there you go. go. Every Little Thing He Does is Magic. Oh, uh-huh. he does. Oh, God. Sean it. Colvin, uh, written by Sting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. There you go. So, yeah, there's some magic ones in there. The Talking Crab by... <laughs> I would love By the it. Crabs? Just the the seat. <laughs> By Steely Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah. All these songs, bad. She shows up. She knocks over some perfume because she's clumsy because the female lead is always clumsy mm-hmm. in a rom-com. And she brings him um, an eclair. Now, these eclairs are like... Uh, yeah, well, they're... they're <laughs> They're like orgasmo, edible orgasmo. Yeah, this is like the orgasmo movie, the gun. And did you guys see that? I'd never seen it. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Trey there's Parker, a, Matt Stone. It's uh, a gun that gives people orgasm. People orgasm. <laughs> that's all it is. But I mean, I'm that's laughing the, already. That, it actually, it actually holds up. I watched it recently. I have it on DVD. Everything Trey Parker and Matt Stone has ever said holds up. They have never held an opinion that is wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, that was this. That was like an early, early. Yes. that was the style career. at the time. Do not look at anything like their anti writer strike episode that they did during the last writer strike. Oh, no. Wait, during the the, last one or during the one now? During the last one. And the whole thesis of the whole episode was you can't make money on the internet. 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, guys, um, come on. But I mean, uh, I was their producer anyway. voices talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we uh, just write one day uh, a year. Why can't you guys do that? Exactly. Yeah, we're like multimillionaires. Why can't you be? So she brings him this eclair, which, hey, I like eclairs as much as the next people. It's just a regular eclair with caramel on the top instead of mm-hmm. chocolate. Yeah, but and people Im- are acting like it is like... It's imbued with magic. Okay. So he eats it. They're just like, like oh pissing and shitting. They bite into it. They're like, oh! Uh, this, yeah. Again, this scene, just the embarrassment. They he's, have to do it over and over again, I though. Know. It must have been a joke on set because he is fucking, he's like licking and sucking his own fingers off. Like, yeah. It's so disgusting. John Patrick Flannery does kind of look like, you know, the melted version of Hayden Christensen. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe a little bit of Star that too. Wars co star. Yeah, he kind of has he a. He does like, look like a guy that's wearing his dad's suits. Yes. Like, they're too big on him. <laughs> it's not just the suits, it's like the shirts and yeah. then the, the suspenders. I, it was like 99. It was a different time. I think <laughs> it was the more style early the 90s where that no, was a big thing, wasn't well, it? Well, oh, yeah, there were some so really all, big suits. Maybe style. all the 90s had the big suits. Well, it takes, <laughs> the it takes zoot a while. suits came back and everybody was wearing them. <laughs> yeah. It takes it takes a few years for like you know when you cross over into a new decade. Well, for when like, did the the zoot suit daddies or sorry the cherry <laughs> the cherry daddies, daddies come out? That was uh, around with singers. The worst band name ever. <laughs> oh yes, God, they win. Um, they do no zoot one zoot zoot riot. Riot. I think they did zoot zoot riot. Oh, they did do zoot zoot riot. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I'm looking at the name of their songs: Master and Slave, oh my Drunk God. Daddy, Doctor Bones, The Ding Dong Daddy. <laughs> of D. Carline. <laughs> well, you know, the clues were all there. <laughs> oh, my God. The cherry-popping daddy strut. And then there was the squirrel uh, nut zippers. Did, did all oh those bands have a something strut? Because there's the stray cat strut, and now apparently there's a cherry-popping sure. daddy strut. Oh, I'm so oh, fucking that, They're back, baby, playing a local summer fair for free. Uh, the cherry pop daddy. <laughs> With, like, like Smash Mouth 2.0. Yeah, Sugar Ray. Uh, <laughs> Smash Mouth. Smash <laughs> and then the guy who did Mambo Number no. 5. Uh, Lou Vega. Oh. Yeah, Lou Vega. <laughs> you got some more Mambos for us. God, I'm looking at some photos of the cherry-popping daddies, and it's like, of course he's wearing, a, uh, like, a a um, fedora like fucking and he's like, like holding it like on the tip he's like hey yeah yeah he's got like the short brim fedora the wallet chain big long wallet chain uh, <laughs> he'll never lose his wallet two-tone shoes with like big thick soles like hey, creepers I'm sure you guys both used to use wallet chains I used to have never I've never had a wallet chain in my life oh. the swing ones are really long they go all the way down to your feet uh, the, the only fuck? person who's allowed to wear wallet chains is Jason Momoa <laughs> Why is that? Because he still pulls it off? He looks cool. Yeah, he looks cool in anything, man. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so now we have kind of like a a tribute to a old Hollywood musical. Well, he had, they kind of They get horned up and they want to have a dance sequence. (laughs) Well, Dylan. And they uh, just like hallucinate uh, dancing uh, alone on a white floor in the unfinished ballroom of the restaurant. Yeah, which Dylan Thomas, not Dylan Thomas, fucking hell, Dylan Baker earlier said, it's like, oh, this floor you chose, it makes it look like an old MGM musical. (laughs) Hint, hint. I wish it was famed writer Dylan Thomas that was in this movie. (laughs) Who's Dylan Thomas? The guy from Congo? He's a Welsh poet and writer. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, that reminds me, I remember when I was working on The Wild, 
right? And then William Shatner came through the office on a tour because he mm-hmm. was like the... the He's like, I'd like to do a tech war animated movie. <laughs> he was like uh, the figurehead of the company, like the CEO or whatever. It's like, he whatever. Yes. He partly you know, owns the company. So Wait, he, did you work on tech war, Colin? I did, yeah. I worked on the last oh. episode. Oh, we got to do that at some point. So I did, I did one shot in the last episode, but I, okay. I never watched it. But the company core was formed because they, they were like the effects department on Tech War. Mm-hmm. And then they, they decided to start their own company. And then William Shatner came in on it. Like How financial. is this related to Dylan Thomas? Well, let me, let me tell you. So uh, William Shatner is getting a tour around the office and like stopping by people's desks to show them like all the CG characters we were working on. And then he was like, my God. He's like, this is absolutely amazing just magical it's 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 as amazing to me as the works of the great dylan thomas and then <laughs> everyone was silent and then he was like the great writer dylan thomas and then everybody was like oh um, yeah do not go gently into that good night <laughs> i don't know i don't know this person so, so i would have been one of those people it was just dead silence uh, and did he actually followed it up with the writer the writer the great writer dylan thomas <laughs> oh oh yes of course bill uh, Will, I mean, Will, uh, William Shatner leaves you like those uncultured swine. Those fucking swine. Stupid fucking computer. Right? I, mean, I used to do Shakespeare at Stratford. <laughs> he did? I know. Him doing Shakespeare, what would that be like? I was on uh, two fun. episodes of The Twilight Zone. I could, I could definitely hear him uh, doing Shakespeare in my uh, head. You know what? I bet you there's videos or audio yeah, recordings of him be, doing I'm Shakespeare. Sure. Yeah. There's, there's got to be something. That's all like really bad quality, like old black and white video. Yeah, there's some new stuff of him like very sadly doing it, like probably on the convention circuit, doing some Hamlet. Not that fun. <laughs> Speaking of, Han- uh, sorry, uh, Shakespeare, I know this is off topic, but Much Ado About Nothing is an amazing movie and everyone should watch it because we, we watched it the other day because we wanted to see Keanu Reeves being bad in it. And it's so good. It's such a How is Keanu Reeves? He was uh, magical. (laughs) He's terrible, but uh, everyone else is is top notch. It's a fun movie. Do you think that Keanu Reeves could still like get on a movie and go, I want to do an accent? Do you think people try to stop him? He hasn't done an accent in a long time. Yeah, Mm. but there was a stretch there. (laughs) He's like, I could do British. He's not even doing British in Much Ado. He's just doing his own voice. Yeah, (laughs) it's good. It was a good choice. Everyone's just doing their own accent, but they still have that kind of like air about them, the way they speak and blah 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 blah. Yeah, (laughs) and he can't. He can't even do that. It's just like, oh my god. Yeah, he did it in um, my own private Idaho. There was some Shakespeare in that too. You know, I never saw that. Hey, he did a good movie. Didn't you do like shake? No, never mind. I was thinking of like Bill and Ted's, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I mean, he met William Shakespeare. This is Bill true. And Ted. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, is William Shakespeare in that? Or maybe I'm confusing uh, him with someone yeah, else. Yeah. I know Napoleon. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Simply Irres- Irres- Irresistible. They're dancing on the floor. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I guess they're coming in the sequence too. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the next like scene is like where she actually, is, her restaurant starts actually doing well. And she's cooking for like... What about that guy that's like, like, I would like the entire meal again, yeah, but backwards. We think, we think that guy's not an actor. He was talking like not an actor. He's someone's when dad. Came, or it, some famous like restaurant critic. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, maybe maybe that. Yeah. We um, missed the CGI era, paper airplane scene where... <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. He throws a CGI air, paper airplane what? and it lands in some lady's hair. But it's really funny the way this, the shot is edited. He like throws it out of screen and then it just cuts to this really bad CGI airplane and then it just sort of cuts to it already in the woman's hair. Yeah, and they do the same thing where she's sitting in the cab and it like flies into the cab. Yeah, 
it's so like, stupid. What, why is this in the movie? I don't know. Anyway, so her business is is a booming. It starts booming, and uh, he goes, "I'm gonna come by later for dessert." So he does, and she's like, mixing and she up. lets out a fart, and yeah. the room fills with white yeah. smoke. She starts mixing up a, a pastry cream, and it's like. <laughs> when she's uh oh the uh, sound they, effects they do it fo- kind of some gross foley and uh and it doesn't even look good it's like congealed like pastry it, cream is supposed to be smooth and it silky it looks disgusting it was like chunky and uh she, so the room fills with with smoke fog well, he brings her like <laughs> it's a, on fire someone call the fire department <laughs> he, he brings her like a, a vanilla orchid and then yeah. some of the leaves or petals fall into the, yeah, and the like, slop oh that my she's, god wait what did you call it, it was called vanilla fog yeah that was okay. the movie <laughs> Yeah. alternate movie title uh and that that, that movie. so that's what's happening in the scene and then he's that like sounds like chubby rain like a does, bowfinger movie he's like oh my god you taste so good and, and he, he starts, starts like, like sucking her fingers licking and stuff. her fingers does they delete sequences where like he like he ate someone he's like oh you're, <laughs> the original <laughs> ending he ate her alive it's just like covered in blood yeah but it yeah. looks like uh it's like he's acting like a dog. Yeah. But From this point forward, he is now a dog. And you've put like peanut butter on somebody's face or something. Yeah. And he's like, mmm, mmm. He's, he's like that the rest of the movie because I mean, there's scenes later on where like he's trying to hunt down those <laughs> yeah. uh, things the in flowers. the uh, department store. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. he and Patricia Clarkson are like fighting over it, and yeah. I'm very shocked they just didn't have sex because they're like, oh, they, oh yeah, my they're god. Like, I know. I, that's basically the next scene. But I mean, I, what else happens? This isn't even the scene where they float this is just the scene where there's fog everywhere and they're making out right yeah they kind of <laughs> sink below it and then it cuts the next day he shows up at his uh at the hoity-toity department Office, store yeah yeah and, and then, then Chris, patricia clarkson gets a hold of one of the uh well yeah she, he's like sniffing it out and he finds it from <laughs> another customer and he's like, like the Sorry. shaggy da or something yeah like that. yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, this is like uh, love on a leash. Yeah, there's she, like a man dog. She, <laughs> so she is eating it, and she is like practically like yeah. She's like, oh my just god, rubbing this herself. is so good, and Orgasming. she's like in ecstasy, writhing around on the couch. And then and he, he's like, he's like, he looks like he's having like an existential breakdown. He's like in the fetal position on the couch, <laughs> like. Ah, oh, and they're just like it's really embarrassing. But yeah, I'm, it's, you're surprised they don't start making out. But no, she wants Dylan Baker, so she gets oh, another one and then forces him to eat it, and then they fuck in the elevator. Fucking in the elevator. That's the only scene I remembered from this movie, and I have no idea why. Why did you want to watch it again? <laughs> you had like a Dylan Baker fetish. You're like, no, I need we, to see oh Dylan Baker God. getting it on. I, I didn't happy even know in this it was movie Dylan happiness, Baker. right? Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why, but I remembered the elevator scene for whatever reason. Um, why did I want to watch this again? Because I forgot the rest of the movie. And meanwhile, this like it keeps cutting to the reaction shots of this crab. Of, of the crab. <laughs> yeah. it it under a leaf, noise. like, hello. Okay. Yeah, I gotta like say the crab leaf. is my favorite thing because it's funny. Oh, and, yeah, you can have it. It does. Uh, I know it's slow hanging fruit, but whatever. <laughs> Speaking of uh, hanging fruit, with we get a floating fruit scene where he like shows up at the restaurant. Yeah, and the uh, fruit, she's peeling an apple or something and the fruit's floating. So yeah. I think this is my favorite scene because Sean Patrick Flannery, he gives a kiss to Sarah Michelle Gellar. They float up in the air. And like this whole scene, he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is happening yeah. to me? We finally get a somewhat normal reaction, yeah, which is you're a witch. What is going on? And he's angry. like, these are not my feelings are being forced upon me. Yeah. I want free will. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you'll regret it. He's like, are you cursing me? She's like, yeah. She says yes. <laughs> and then she goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically uh, this movie is just, 
he shows up at the restaurant. She shows up at the department store. That's it. It's just, it just goes sets. back. It goes back and forth the and his, entire movie. Yeah, his and, and I love set. he's like losing his mind for the rest of the movie yeah, too. It's yeah, it's like what is because like, the next scene is like sleeves are rolled up and he's just wearing like a white dress shirt and he's like, please help me. I don't know what's going on. I want this food so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay. So, it, so the whole movie should again. end with him just like dancing alone in his like cell at the asylum and he's in like a, like yeah. a straight jacket. He's like, I need this to end. It's like in the mouth of madness. There was a kind of a funny scene earlier. So the he's opening up a, a restaurant called named after himself, I think, called Jonathan's in the department store. And he has this very hoity-toity, snooty French chef. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. there's a scene where he loves truffles. And so there's a I'm scene... I'm controlled where, by a rat. <laughs> there's a scene <laughs> where, where he's slicing truffles and giving them out to his chef's like, like it's like communion, like communion wafers. Yeah, and it was a it was a well executed joke. It's funny. Yeah, and they have this like music, like oh yeah. But anyway, he's that that chef is angry because he lost his favorite knives, so he quits. Like that's literally it. Um, and they're like, who is in the room that we could give the job? <laughs> oh, Sarah Michelle Geller, you're here. Yeah. Even though that John Patrick Flannery is like, she's a witch. Please get her out of here. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in hell. I think I'm gonna say my favorite thing about this movie is Sarah Michelle's fashion choices because in Ugh. this scene her jacket is it's a clown jacket it's a long <laughs> jacket it's like it's like green and purple pinstripes and, yeah. and, and Colin, Colin said like the, the material April, looks like were you just not tuned into the fashion of 1999 I will say not 1999 but when I was in high school I did have a jacket kind of like that but it wasn't long it was short it was a blazer it had shoulder plaids and it was like brown and like uh striped with like dark teal yeah. kind of like the color of our couch so not bright colors but it was kind of that that design well this is yeah this looks like it's made of burlap yeah uh, like they took a sack it and made it like it would jacket. scratch you if you touched it yeah it looks so so uncomfortable yeah and also her hairdo is insane but it again it that's how we were wearing it we were like it's almost like cornrows kind of where you take it and you like bunch <laughs> it is but it ends in a bun yeah at the end. you bunch you, these little sections and you often have these like sparkly bobby pins and stuff in oh it and the messy god. bun like we all did it i did it but just watching it now it's just like oh my god it's it's dated as hell yeah so they're like uh-huh. it looks like an incomplete haircut like i <laughs> yeah. woke up i started doing it and then like, i'm like hey i, I don't want to do it anymore i got bored yeah, yeah. Bothered. so so now she's gonna cook for the big night yeah it's funny because like yeah sean patrick flannery does not want her to cook uh he's like he's, she's a demon dylan <laughs> yeah. dylan baker kill her put a stake through her he calls heart. her a witch yeah he said well if the broom fits ride it uh-huh. and you know he's got a point yeah so she comes in to run the I kitchen. I hope she doesn't cook food that will make everyone start coming and crying at the <laughs> at restaurant. At the same time. <laughs> to be fair, her character is so dumb. She just like waltzes around this movie like, I don't know what's happening and I don't care. All I know is what I'm feeling. It's a horribly written character. She's yeah. not ever like taking any accountability or realization that, oh, I'm a witch. And obviously my food is making people act a certain way. I don't think the movie even knows like what she is <laughs> the or movie what is not it's the magic crab's fault. Yeah. So yeah. she gets Oh, a, that's right. Because when she cooks, she cries in the food, yes. which makes everybody cry. Yeah. 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 So this is like the uh, she's taking over this French restaurant for this one night. And of course the uh, the sous chef is really snooty French guy. And he has the most French name ever, Francois. Francois. And he's like, ha, 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 madame. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pissed he's off. Mean. And, but she brings the crab with her to the restaurant why does the yeah. crab have a seat at the restaurant i don't 
don't know. <laughs> He's just her friend. Yeah, well, she she's like, here, you just sit here, little friend, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, April said it was. It's like snappy in the Simpsons, like Argh. yeah. That's like uh, it's it, making like predator sounds. Yeah, yeah it's like purring kind of. I wish the last meal was killing that crab. It's like yeah. the perfect. My meal. work here is done, and it jumps in the pot. <laughs> it yeah, jumps yeah in the there pot. she goes, screaming like, as it goes. But they're like, don't worry, that's not a scream. That's just the air as its insides boil. Yeah, that's it's like say. they're uh, they're like, oh, we're out of truffles. I can't make that dish. And then you just she just looks over at it, and he goes. You just see this big, this big knife getting hammered through its shell. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so she cries in the sauce, okay, which uh, we make, said looks like vomit. This sauce looks so disgusting. It's like this pink puree. Like I said, I think it was some kind of red wine reduction. No, it is like the pale. It looks like blended raw pork. Uh, and then she cries into it. And then uh, and then uh, she she replaces truffles with figs. And so they serve this and everyone cries. And then not only are they crying, they're like realizing all their failed dreams. <laughs> and these are like the richest people in the world too. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah. There's the one guy who gets up and starts reciting poetry. And then the other guy's Was like, that Dylan Thomas? No, it wasn't. No. Okay. Uh, Dylan. He was oh, <laughs> I thought you meant Dylan Baker. I'm like, Dylan Thomas. Now I'm confused because I, I think you're talking about the- That was like the, 15 minutes ago. Uh, um, what was the guy I in think Congo? April lives her life five minutes at a time, Colin. She's got mementos <laughs> disease. The, oh, God. It's <laughs> amazing confused. you could even remember his name. It's because I just edited the episode. Oh, okay, well. okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's like the end of, of Everything Everywhere All at Once, where everyone is, is crying <laughs> and realizing their lost dreams, and it's embarrassing yeah, for everyone and, involved. And then she makes this dessert. It's like the fart fog apple. <laughs> no, no. Before that, the main course makes everyone just sit there silently and oh, okay. enjoy it. And then Francoise is like, oh, what are you going to do now? They're all quiet. Uh, little does he know. What happens? That they all love the oh, meal. They all love they're, it. Just, yeah. they're just like enjoying the meal. And the crab is like, you know, judging everyone. It like bites. Well, it makes them cry, it and does. it also makes them horny. Yeah, it's a weird and yeah. So it's you're like a let it out type of thing. You're just watching all these actors, like you know, trying to do their best. And my yeah. God. So then the dessert, which is an apple that has fart fog in it, um, <laughs> and also hey, like Sarah Michelle Geller held it up to her butt. Each one of them just, <laughs> just let her rip. And also like choking white. down yeah, beans like, one end, and just, they the just keep handing her apples, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give me the next one. Well, like this episode is uh, explicit. Well, um, no such thing, blue. <laughs> After Vanilla hours. Well, also, there's like this white liquid in it. Yeah, like, so what gross. is that? Well, you know. Well, I don't even uh, want to know. Well, they, uh, jizz. They give it to her. She's eating dry ice and going... And then they, <laughs> they hand it to She's the guy from the wall. dry ice. And then they hand it to like John Patrick Flannery. And he's like, or Sean Patrick. And he's like... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's dessert because it makes everyone really horny but they actually get up and start dancing the whole room is filled with like fart fog at this point <laughs> yes and then it's like uh, Francoise is like he's like crying eating the food and then he, he's palling around with the little crab and he's like come on taste some of this my friend and he's like he, he feeds it to the crab <laughs> and they're best buddies yeah is that when the crab is wearing the top hat? Yeah, this is that's later. That's later. Okay. Uh, yeah, they saved the best for last. So for some reason, like Chairman Michelle Geller thinks it's like a huge failure, and she's riding off in a cab, and then Sean Patrick Flannery is, is like, running after her uh, because no, I'm going to throw this airplane. Oh, right, the airplane. Yeah. Uh, so it turns into CG, and then it <laughs> lands in her cab. 
yeah. and then she comes back and then he like gets leaves a and man. then there's a long flashback sequence of him remember the times he's been horrified in the movie like when they floated yeah, of all the like this flashbacks. is just to fill time yeah and it's like he's like sucking her fingers in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like he leaves a mannequin in the elevator with a dress on it for her <laughs> <laughs> that was I insane. That is like something a psychopath. That, that's a serial does. killer move. Right and it, there. it just says, "Wear me." Yeah, i.e., your clothes are terrible. Please put on something yeah. that doesn't hurt yeah, my change eyes. Change out of your clown outfit <laughs> for something else. Yeah, take off your potato sack. Yeah, for the love Come of God. Come join me. So then, yeah, she goes back up to the restaurant where everyone is dancing in fart fog. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crab is now wearing a bow tie <laughs> and a little top. <laughs> It's cute. It's hilarious. Are they all dead? Like, there's a living dead? Yeah, I'm kind of imagining this is like... What is the second day of this restaurant? Does this experience happen every time she cooks stuff? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, they just cut to the newspaper the next day, and it's like, you know, department store burns down in the middle of uh, <laughs> fart fog blames. <laughs> Gas leak. Where, where, where did the crab get a, a top hat that size? I don't know. <laughs> or a bow tie. What would they put it around? Do they have necks? No, they don't. (laughs) They don't. It just got a resting on his claws. He just glued it on. I guess so. Sure. Uh, Stapled it on. Did you notice there's like a Marilyn Monroe person that showed up in the background when they started the dance? No. You're like, what is this place? All these dead people. One of the patrons of the restaurant looks exactly like Anthony Hopkins from like Silence of the Lambs. Maybe he just came on set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this like the ending of Casper where like they're dead? <laughs> you belong to me now. <laughs> it's like the ending of The Shining or something. It's yeah. Like they're all <laughs> Uh, I well, I I missed the I missed watching the end the second time. So I think they I just they just float up in the air. They float up, and then there's an iris on them, oh, and then yeah. the end shows up in Curse oh, of Font. Oh right, yeah. And then there's like a big sort of the ground opens up, like uh, drag me to hell, and they oh, all get pulled yeah, down. Yeah, right. <laughs> Help me! As the crab's like, <laughs> it was got, an evil crab the whole time. Yeah, he's got little devil horns. Oh yeah, it's like you thought I was an angel. I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. name is Lucy. Cypher. Uh, oh my god <laughs> why didn't we it's see a, the thing from angel heart uh so that's the movie um uh, uh i had fun with this movie sorry it's a terrible movie i think oh, yeah. i had more fun talking about it than i had watching for it. sure yeah, well, yeah see, that's definitely. that's why we generally watch it you know the night before while we're uh eating and drinking <sighs> because you know, you tend to have more fun with it, but then we don't remember the details, so we have to watch it again. If I'm watching this Stone Cold Sober at, you know, 10 a.m. in the morning, it wouldn't be as fun. As I did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but this is the type of movie that I am often looking for to put on, you know, when I'm you know, h- hanging out with my girlfriends and we want to put on something funny and make fun of it, but we can still kind of chat. Mm-hmm. Like this, like Little Italy, like... This is perfect for that because it's the the right kind of bad movie that's not boring. It's not annoying. It's hilarious. It's yeah, and it's stupid as hell. It's so odd it, and it's, bizarre. It's strange. Like this really is very similar to the room. It's yeah. not quite at that level, but like it has a lot of similarities. Yeah, if you look for them. Yeah, and it's on Netflix in yeah. Canada, so check it out. And it's only an hour and a half. It's nice you and know, short. What could go wrong? Um, yeah, sadly, it doesn't have the the simply resistible theme song. I want to say I don't know if any of those movies that are named after titles actually have, the have things. those songs. Uh, I will tell you, Girls Just Want to Have Fun does have Girls Just Want to Have Fun in it. Oh, does it? I, ha- I have seen yeah. that recently. That's the one with the, where there's like a dance contest, right? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't <even> remember? <laughs> I remember there was a movie trailer we saw in the theater. It was like, a, I think it was a Ray Liotta movie called Unforgettable, mm-hmm. where he's like trying to solve the mystery of his 
wife's murder. So he's like injected with her memories or something. And then <laughs> oh the, my God. It, the trailer ends with just like the, the title coming up and then like a little snippet of the song. Unforgettable. And then everyone in the theater just burst out laughing. It was very funny. <laughs> very on the nose. Yeah. Uh, so that's the movie. Uh, would you guys ever watch this again? Probably not. No. Well, I've already watched it twice <laughs> in two days. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to wait another week before I see it again. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, so if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter and now Instagram at no such thing pod. So same, uh, same address for both places. Check us out on Instagram. If you are not on Twitter, I mean, who knows if this blue sky thing is ever or will ever happen, but I'm pretty active on Instagram. So now we have a uh, podcast Instagram as well. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And if you want to join us on the $5 level, you'll get a bonus episode, a little bonus episode every two weeks. Uh, The most recent one, we talked about the new Indiana Jones and the entire Indiana Jones uh, series. So that has a lot of uh, indie content for you. And also access to over a hundred of those episodes if you join us. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at April Atmansky. You can find me on Twitter, uh, D-C-L-O-U-X, the letter J. Also on Letterboxd, Justin DeClue, basically any social media thing under the name Justin DeClue. And every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast. And Blue Sky, send me an invite. Did you not even, get an invite yet, Colin? I don't even know if I no. want an invite at this no. point. I signed up. I signed up for the beta. Yeah, I don't think anyone got it who signed up for the beta. You got to get oh. someone to send you an invite. Oh. So use your uh, podcasting clout. Send us an. I mean, invite, I got one. I gotta Colin say, can I gotta get say, one. I got to say, I don't even know if I, I care at this point. It's it just, just looks exactly app. like. Um, yeah, but uh, so do you Twitter. post everything that you post to both now? No, I have one post I made four days ago that says Manila is good, and that's it. <laughs> Manila fog? No, Manila from Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, Manila. So fog. what's the point of even having this new thing? Well, then, uh, I don't know. Twitter will shut down at some when point. Ch- Who when knows? Twitter might shut down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, or sorry, Colin, did you say your info? Oh yeah, you can follow me on. Uh, Twitter only, <laughs> Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A, and Instagram. Um, I signed up for threads and then immediately deleted the app. <laughs> There's no point. No, yeah. not if Twitter's still chugging along. There's mm-hmm. no reason to like move you there permanently. So that's it for this week. Uh, Simply irresistible. Yep, so lots of... Uh, you know, Indiana Jones and young Indiana Jones this week. So uh, it's a it's an indie week. Got to search for those chronicles, man. I could have sworn they were on. If Disney you Plus. know where they're available, let us know. Maybe, Maybe they're available, and I could have sworn they were. So that's why I was surprised <laughs> somebody, when I went looking for them. Somebody said they weren't under the chronicle. If you go to like the collection, Indiana Jones collection on Disney Plus, they're I not under there. You have to search hiding. them separately, but. I'll see you after well, this. we'll check it out. But thanks I'll, for joining I'll us. I'll know in two minutes. Thanks for taking a. No, nope, I just walk. checked. The request media is not available. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah, so the link Thank is there. For... So it was there and it's gone now. Bizarre. Thank mm. you for taking a walk into the vanilla fog with us. <laughs> the vanilla fart fog. Uh, I'm April Edmansky. I'm Justin DeClue. I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Who was the singer that had the nickname the Vanilla Fog? Oh, that was the was Velvet it, Fog. Was it Mel Torme? Mel Torme. <laughs> <laughs> the Vanilla Fog. His voice sounded like farts. Okay.